Hi, and welcome to the Ask My Mom podcast, a podcast for young adults about all the things we didn't learn in school. Here to share her knowledge with our generation is my mom, Jen Exer, and accredited financial counselor, Jennifer. If you learned something on today's episode or simply enjoy the pod, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to it. To get in touch with us, you can submit your questions via email to askmymompod at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at askmymompod. We greatly appreciate all your support. Welcome to today's episode of the Ask My Mom podcast. Today we're going to discuss how to review your credit report and correct any errors. Correcting errors on your credit report can help improve your credit score. If you've been considering paying in an organization to repair or improve your credit, I would ask you to listen today before you pay anybody anything because there is nothing a credit repair agency can do for you that you cannot do for yourself for free. Again, everything that they do for you, you can do yourself and it doesn't cost you anything. So um, listen in today, and if you have additional questions, please reach out to us at askmymompod at gmail.com. But let's go ahead and um, get into how to fix your credit report. Um, In a previous episode, we discussed how to retrieve your credit report from the credit reporting agencies. So as a reminder, you just go to annualcreditreport.com. You can retrieve a credit report from the credit, any of the three credit reporting bureaus of your choice for free. So you get that every year, once a year for free at annualcreditreport.com. Currently with the COVID situation, a free credit report is available weekly from each of the three credit reporting agencies. That's TransUnion, Experian, and Equifax. You do want to review your credit report at least once a year to check for errors. So a recent study by the Federal Trade Commission showed that one in five people have errors on their credit reports that's a lot of errors so we want to correct those errors and that will normally help improve your score so disputing items on your credit report can also help improve your score and we're going to talk about some of those situations today as well so there is a great deal of information about you on your credit report and the report is broken down into sections there's the personal information section the account information section public records and credit inquiries and there's um, different things we can do in each of these sections to help improve your score So let's talk about each section a little bit in depth and give some examples on what you can do to correct a report and improve that score. Before we go any further though, I want to point out that I am not an attorney and none of the information should be construed as any type of legal advice. I'm gonna give you some information on how to correct your credit report, but keep in mind, honesty is always the best policy when contacting your creditors and everything you do is gonna be in writing. So you wanna make sure that you're completely honest And if there are any um, issues that require legal advice that you please reach out to an attorney. So the first section you're gonna see when you get a credit report is gonna be the personal information section. That's gonna include your name, your date of birth, your social security number, all your addresses and your employment history. So uh, many employers will report your employment to the credit reporting agencies, but not always to all three. So you do at some point want to pull all three reports so you would pull one report review it make any corrections necessary give it 45 or so days pull another report see if the errors were corrected on that report um, from the previous report because they should all be speaking in the creditor if they report to all three agencies the information should be corrected on each report so you're going to review that report make sure the corrections were made and then if there's anything on there 
that you didn't see on the first report that gives you the opportunity to dispute again and then in 45 days repeat the same process pull that um, third report check for any errors that are still there make sure corrections were made um, so your name date of birth social security number addresses and employment history you can ask things to be added if they're not on there already but usually what we see are um, things that are on there that may not be accurate so that's what you're really going to look for um, if you are junior there may be some confusion on your credit report because names get mixed up even though your social security numbers may be different sometimes the name creates a problem so if you're a junior or a senior you want to make sure that that information is correct on your report um, you know if you're a junior maybe at some point you're your parent had some issues on their credit report but it was inadvertently put on yours or if you're a twin sometimes your social security numbers are only one digit off so that can create problems too and perhaps if your twin is not super savvy and paying attention to their credit something that they did wrong may show up on your report so these are the type of things you're looking for you also want to make sure all the addresses are correct um, sometimes there'll be an address on there where you never lived there but there might be um, some type of situation where like the electric bill wasn't paid at an address and for some reason it's showing up under your name so you want to look for those situations as well um, that's if your utility reports to the credit reporting agency not all of them do and like I said they don't not all creditors report to all three agencies either so the account information is the next section and that's the really big one this is where you're gonna find probably the bulk of the errors or at least the things that you can correct so you want to go through each of these sections of the count area with a fine-tooth comb you're looking for areas um, or things that you can ask to be removed so it's going to include your closed accounts the balances due payment information such as you've paid it on time all the time any mispayments um, and then collections and bankruptcies is a subsection under this area and we're going to talk about that as well so just start at the top and work your way down each creditor is going to put um, if your payments are on time or if you missed a payment usually there's like little boxes and if everything was good they're all green and then if you missed a payment at some point that one's going to show up as red and it's going to say how late you were on that payment so 30 60 90 or over 120 um, over 120 usually that's when you start to get sent to collections so we definitely don't want to get to that point so you want to look and see um, that there were no missed payments on anything if you did miss a payment um, and it was a long time ago we can ask for that to be removed that's going to tell you um, your balance due on that account you want to make sure that that's accurate that if it's a credit card it's not showing that you have an outstanding balance of four thousand dollars when you really only have an outstanding balance of four hundred fifty dollars you know typos situations like that you want to get that taken care of because that can affect your credit score if that forty five hundred is the balance due on a five thousand dollar credit card that's going to give you a lower interest rate than if it was a four hundred fifty dollar balance I'm sorry a higher interest rate and a lower credit score it's going to say if the account is open or closed and your payment status so are you current are you is it paid off uh, it'll say paid or paid in full it might say charge it off if they had to write off your account as a collection and that's going to show on there or if you're in collections that's going to show or if you made a settlement um, to negotiate a payoff 
or any combination of those terms. So, and then some might use a little bit of a different verbiage, but basically the same thing. So what we're looking for is, do you see any creditors that you don't think you've done business with showing up on your credit report? If there's somebody on there, um, like a credit card you don't have, or um, another one, you know, just a business that, or you might have an AT&T bill or a cell phone bill that you know you paid in full, but it's showing that there's still a balance due. You want to dispute that. Or if you never had an AT&T cell phone that you've always had Sprint, you want to dispute that. Um, what you do is you're going to write, well, you, you can click on most of the credit reporting agencies because it all comes online. There will be a button to dispute it. If there's not, you can write a letter. So there is a sample letter on our website, and it's a sample letter through the Federal Trade Commission. You can go to that letter, and it's got like different scenarios kind of in the letter. You just kind of pick and fill out the right section. It's the Federal Trade Commission website, which is ftc.gov. And they have a lot of great information on there about finance in general, but a lot of great credit information as well. And I like their website because they're not um, looking to sell you anything. And those are the sites I like to go to when I'm researching information because I know the information is true and accurate. They're not trying to get me to buy their product or to pay them to fix my credit report. I like to go to the, like the government websites with this information. So Federal Trade Commission and ConsumerFinancialProtectionBureau.gov or CFPB.gov um, or ConsumerAwareness.gov. Those are all really great websites for accurate and true information. So we, back to our dispute. Um, if you see any creditor, like I said, that you know is not yours, dispute it. They have to prove that they're, you have a debt with them in your name, and they have 30 days to do that. So what happens is you report it to the credit reporting agency, and they go back to that company with the request to prove that that's your debt, and they have 30 days to respond. Sometimes it takes 45, but re, they try to keep them to the 30, and if they don't respond, that debt comes off of your credit report and especially if it wasn't yours right because you don't want that on there we want there's a law the federal or the fair reporting act that says all of the information on your credit report needs to be accurate and you have a right to know what's on your credit report so we want to make sure that we're taking full advantage of that law we want our information to be accurate and having those and even if that creditor that uh, that's on there that's not yours and it says you're paid in full and current and it's looking good you still don't want that on there because it's not yours and that doesn't you have no control over if that's ever going to continue to be paid on time right so you want that off of there and also it could be affecting your credit utilization which drives down your score and if it's not yours we definitely don't want that there um, so you're going to dispute that if you see any missed payments for a creditor, even if it's a creditor that you know is your creditor and they have a missed payment like, you know, a year ago and you know that you always paid that company on time, you want to dispute that one missed payment because that one negative mark is bringing down your credit score. So we want to get that back up. So dispute any missed payments you know you did not miss. Um, if the missed payment was years ago and you know you actually did miss a payment back then but it was a few years ago and you've been paying them on time ever since you can reach out to that company and ask them to remove that missed payment they very well may do that for you because they're looking 
since that missed payment and see that you've been paying it on time and everything's been great and you're not overusing your credit. Um, so just give them a call and say, hey, can you take this off my credit report? Just remember that you catch more flies with honey than with vinegar, right? So be nice, be respectful, and ask them to remove it. And they very well may. If they choose not to remove it, though, you can add a 100-word statement to your credit report in relation to that missed payment. That'll be available on the website you get your credit report from as well. You know, you just write a little 100-word statement explaining why you missed that payment. This comes in handy when you are seeking credit. So if you're going to buy a car or trying to get a mortgage, those folks are really going through your credit report with a fine-tooth comb. So it may not improve your score to have that statement on there, but it's going to let that creditor know that there was a situation um, that prevented you from making that payment on time that month. And perhaps it was a situation out of your control. Life got you, right? Um, you were out of town, you had a death in the family, you know, you had some type of emergency, your car broke down and you had to pay, you know, $2,000 to fix your transmission and you just couldn't make the payment that month, but you got back on track the next month. Let them know that. Um, just remember to always be honest. So that 100-word statement, like I said, won't necessarily help your score, but it would help a creditor see you as um, an honest, upstanding person who does pay your bills, but life got you that month. And that's important too, because when they look at your credit score, like we talked about in another episode, the three C's of credit, character, collateral, and capacity. So that's that character part. Like, yeah, I missed a payment. It affected my credit score. I got back on track, but this is why I missed the payment. And it was um, an important situation in my life, but I did fix it. And then we want to look at collections on there. So that's gonna be one of the bottom sections of the um, account set part on most of the reports, you know, some of them are laid out a little differently than others, but collections. So if you have a collection on your report that you know you paid in full, you wanna dispute that. You're gonna, going to want to add up the backup information. So anytime you pay any type of collection off, if you're in collections, you know, make sure you keep that paperwork, whether it be an email or something you can print and file away or something you can, you know, store digitally on your computer. I don't really print and file things away. I store everything on my computer in different files. My computer desktop is crazy, just like my desk. I have to have everything right there in front of me. But have a file on your computer, or if you're a paper person, print it and file it away. But keep that proof because you never know what's gonna happen. So if there is a collections that you know that you paid, um, dispute it, send the backup paperwork with you. And anytime you dispute anything on your credit report, you want to send a copy of the credit report and circle what it is you're disputing so that it's all laid out there for the review person. Um, what about a fraudulent collection? I have seen some fraudulent collections on folks' credit reports um, probably quite a bit in the last year and a half which is a little scary for me because that means there's companies out there putting collections on credit reports that aren't truly someone's debt. And that really drives down your score. So super important to look at that. So it might be a collection for just you know a few hundred dollars um, and it might look like a legitimate company. But if you don't think you ever did business with that company and you don't recognize the name and you're pretty sure you never had a collection, Google that company's name. Um, that's what I usually do when I have someone in my office with one of these situations is we just Google the name. And what we'll see is it'll pop up with that name and there'll be 
tons of information about other people's situations with that company and that usually will tell you um, and they get reported also usually to the credit reporting um, or the Consumer Financial Protection and Federal Trade Commission that these are fraudulent companies. So what happens though a lot of people are really concerned about their credit report you know they're about to buy a house or a car or it affects their their career in some way so they just pay it and get that off of their credit report because what they'll say is if you pay it in full today we'll remove it from your credit report well it was fraud so it was not money they actually owed so we want to address those situations but if you call you google the company name and you'll see if other people have had it had experiences with that specific company if you call them and you say hey can you prove to me or send me the information or I don't recognize your name normally they'll just take it right back off you can also dispute those through the credit reporting agencies as well same process you write your letter you send it to them um, and they have 30 days to respond and usually that will come straight back off and it's usually not a lot of money and so most people just pay them because they don't want that on their on their credit report so that's kind of scary that we're giving away money to these fraudulent claims on our credit reports so be leery of all the collections on there if you have something show up and you can usually you know hopefully get it off of there um, with not a lot of trouble so but if it's a true collection then we definitely want to address that issue and get it paid to improve our credit but we're going to talk about improving our credit or repairing our credit in another episode so for that you can use that same letter at the federal trade commission's website um, super easy to follow okay so let's say now you've um, disputed everything on your credit report that's incorrect but you're still reviewing it and you have a lot of debt still on there that you haven't been able to work with a creditor on you know it's legit and you owe the money but you just don't make enough to continue to pay these bills every month you know that's okay we all get in those situations you can approach your creditors with to negotiate a payoff um, you may be able to set up a repayment plan with them especially if it's in collections or you can offer them a lump sum option so um, that's calling them and saying hey I'm gonna give you this much money if you just settle this debt with me I'm not a huge fan of negotiating a payoff for a debt um, it just doesn't look good right so it but it, if this is a path that you want to take you would want to be the first one to make the offer to them right so you would want to call them and say hey this is what I can give you today if we can um, agree on this this amount and then they may come back and counter. They're more likely to take a lump sum than set up a payment plan. If they do set up a payment plan, you're probably still gonna be paying a great deal in the long run, but interest may not accrue on a payment plan. That would be negotiated between you and your creditor as well. But having a payoff on your credit report is still going to have a negative impact on your credit score. Not quite as bad as a bankruptcy, but it's still gonna show that you did not pay your debt in full, which is what other creditors wanna see, that you've paid your debts in full. So it may show up as like paid negotiated or paid write off, which means you paid it, but they had to write something off, so it was negotiated. The late payments you made on that debt are still gonna show up as well, and you have seven years of late payments um, that still show up because any negative information is still on your credit report for seven years and bankruptcies are there for 10 years. So yeah, this might help you financially, but it's really not gonna do much for your credit report to negotiate that payoff. 
So I still feel like I'm just I'm just not a fan of this. But if it's a, something that you really just can't pay, it is an option for you. Um, but when you call them and talk to them, then you can make your decision on if you want to move forward with that or not. Another thing that they do, which I'm also not a fan of, is a lot of companies will say, okay, we can, you can pay this negotiated amount and for an additional $100, $200, we will remove it completely from your credit report. That's something else I see a lot of creditors do. Not a fan because if, okay, I'm looking at it from the mom view, right? So if you legitimately didn't pay your bill and it's supposed to be on your credit report to let other creditors know that you're not paying your bills, but you've paid them to remove that altogether, what good's the credit report? So I'm not a fan of negotiating off credit. I'm not a fan of bankruptcy either. I'm not trying to push you in that direction. I'm a supporter of paying what you owe because we all took on this debt and we all have to pay it back. But, you know, if there's a situation going on and you also remember you have that 100 word um, statement that you can put on anything on your credit report to explain a situation. What I see sometimes are um, through divorce where the two parties are getting divorced. The judge says, okay, spouse A, you have to pay this debt, this debt, and this debt, and spouse B, you pay this, this, and this. We'll say spouse B says, yeah, okay, whatever, and never pays that debt. Spouse A's name is still on that debt and becomes is still responsible for it in the eyes of the creditor. So just because the judge said you don't have to pay it, spouse B has to pay it, doesn't mean that the creditor takes you off of that debt altogether. So if your name is still on there and spouse B didn't pay, sometimes, you know, life gets us and situations happen. So you would definitely want to add a hundred word statement to that situation. And like I said, that's not necessarily going to help your score, but, um, you know, at least it lets future creditors know that, you know, you weren't supposed to pay it. The judge said this, that spouse B didn't take care of their part. So it fell back to you and you're trying to take care of your part, but you're having a hard time. But in addition to that, sometimes if you call your creditors and explain those situations to them, they will tend to be more lenient. Remember, catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. You know, you don't want to get on there and bash your ex-spouse either because that makes you look negative. So you want to, you know, keep it on the positive and say, I really want to take care of this. I'm just really having a hard time because I was left with all of the debt they're not taking care of it. I'm going to, but I just need more time or I need help in doing so. And sometimes those situations, you know, I'm a little bit more understanding of trying to negotiate, but make sure everybody's aware and put those statements on your credit report. Now, so there, there's really a lot you can do to improve your score with just doing these little things. Um, so let's talk about credit inquiries and hard inquiries or credit inquiries which include hard inquiries and promotional inquiries. So a hard inquiry is when you authorize a company to pull your credit report to see if you can take on more credit. Hard inquiries are removed after two years, but if there is a question when you get to that point of if that company was authorized to pull your credit, you want to dispute it. You wanna ask them to remove that inquiry. Now they still, what you're still asking them to do is prove that you said yes. So they still have to offer proof. So you do a dispute, you say, I didn't authorize this. They have 30 days to respond with proof that you um, asked them to pull your credit. 
And if there's no response, that just comes off of your credit report. Same thing with when you ask for um, any kind of dispute on anything in your, your account history. If they don't respond, it comes off, which I think I forgot to point out um, when we were in that section. So they have 30 days to respond. If they don't respond, the credit reporting agencies take it off of your credit report altogether. So if there's anything questionable on there, you know, definitely dispute it. If it's something you weren't sure about, look through your records. And if you can't find any record of that company, dispute it. They have 30 days to respond. And if they don't, it comes off. So you definitely want to take care of things that look suspicious or questionable or you don't remember. Let them show you that this actually you actually did do this. So hard inquiries. Now, they are only on there for two years. But if you have a bunch on there because you bought a car a year ago, but you're trying to buy a house now, um, and all these banks are on there, but you didn't go to that many banks or car dealers, get those taken off. You know, um, Dispute them if they're not true. Promotional inquiries don't affect your credit score. That's just those like little soft pulls, like when you do it yourself, where they're just looking to kind of judge if they want to offer you a great interest rate. And we get those, and that's your junk mail and your junk emails and all that good stuff. The last section on there is going to be your public records. And this is going to include bankruptcies, liens, and judgments. Public records do not include criminal records or evictions, right? So when it says judgment, it's really usually the judgment if it was a creditor suing you, sort of like when you go to collections kind of situations and there's actually um, a case against you. And if you lost and there's a judgment against you, that's when it gets put on the credit report. There are things you can do to get judgments, liens, and bankruptcies, not really bankruptcies, but judgments for sure removed from your credit report. Um, you would ask for a dismissal of the judgment. But for this part, I would recommend that you do contact an attorney for this particular um, scenario because the laws in each state differ um, on removing judgments. You can also do some research with the, the clerk of court's website for your area on the specifics of having a judgment removed. But I would definitely um, recommend that you seek legal advice when it comes to the public records section. Tax liens, same thing. Um, you want to reach out to an attorney for help on that. But again, I'm going to caution you on contacting a credit repair agency or def debt relief agency when you're trying to make repairs to your credit report there are some legitimate ones out there for sure but it's hard to know the difference between who's legitimate and who's not legitimate so regardless of their legitimacy um, you really can do everything that they can do for yourself for free yes it is a little bit of legwork but really once you pull that first credit report and you see that it's not that intimidating and you can really just type one letter and then just cut and paste the blanks because you're really sending the same letter to everyone over and over. You're just changing the specifics, but you also are always gonna wanna send a copy of your credit report, circling the section or the item on there that you are disputing. If a company offers you a guaranteed point improvement over a certain amount of time, they are probably not legitimate. So please make yourself aware of that, but you really can do this all for yourself for free. If you have additional questions on looking at your credit report, you are invited to send me an email at askmymompod at gmail.com and I will try to answer to the best of my ability. I just want you to know that I am not an attorney. So if you're looking for legal advice, please um, reach out to an attorney. So I hope you found this information um, informative. I know we're 
going through our credit reports is not the most exciting thing we can do, but we definitely want to do it and then continue to do it every year. So once you do it the first time, it's going to be super easy the next year because not that much is going to change. If you're going to purchase a home, I would definitely get this credit report pulled six months to a year before you're going to start um, looking for that house and trying to get pre-approved because you want to fix whatever you can to get your score up. Also, if you're going to buy a car, you know, three months out, four or five months out, if you really are pretty sure you have issues on your credit report, you might want to start six months out because it all does take time. Um, you're not going to just whip through it all in one day, most likely, unless you set like an entire weekend aside to go through it with a fine tooth comb, type your letters, really start calling those creditors and reaching out to get some things fixed. But before you make that big purchase, definitely get your credit report and see what you can get fixed on there. So just taking off or having one of those late payments taken off can improve your score. So there's lots of simple things you can do. So if you did like today's episode, please like and follow our podcast at askmymom.podbean.com. And you can also follow us on Facebook at Ask My Mom Pod. And I do share some information on Facebook regularly. But if you have questions, um, please feel free to email me. And if you have a question that you would want to hear answered on a future episode, please send it to askmymompod at gmail.com. And if you want me to share your name, and I will definitely be happy to do that on the podcast. And I will also let you know when that question is going to air. So we'll reach out and let you know that. And if you would like to be a guest at one point and ask your question on the podcast, let me know and I'll be happy to get reach out to you or Noelle will reach out to you on setting up a recording time where we can record together and answer your question if you want to do that. So I do invite you to reach out to us and um, I hope you enjoyed today and enjoy the rest of your week.